This is Creole. And this is a new episode of Ah, uh, But Yeah. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Just, go ahead. Just what? Nothing. Man, anyway, what's up, y'all? Happy New Year's. It is 2021. We are done with 2020 funky ass. It's out. It's done for the history books. Saranara. Avidese. All of that. Get your ass out here. We're done with you. <clears throat> what? That's when you do your intro. You mean my intro? I, we did an intro. We in here. We, we talking. What I'm saying? You wish people Happy New Year's. Happy New Year, you guys. I thought Retro was saying it for the both of us, but apparently I got to say it myself, too. Good. You might enjoy 2020. Okay, Happy know. New Year specifically from Creole. I'm just saying, you... Did you have a good 2020? Uh, the last quarter was good. There you go. Got engaged. I got a new position and a raise. Money, 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 money. And I won a and I won a jumpsuit and a frozen bite from Chris Brown's mom. So Yeah, that's her new best friend, y'all. That's not best friend i'm not saying it like a mean way but like we are not friends no we did not spent the holidays we did not no he did not i don't know why everyone keeps saying they're like oh you oh you and chris brown's mom are practically friends now like Like, she didn't even like comment or yeah she shared that i had won the contest all right like she didn't share the post that i posted of me in the jumpsuit she shouted yeah but um oh you guys if you hear me smacking i'm eating two cold slices of pizza and i'm sniffling because my sinuses decided it wanted to start draining so it's gonna be a rough pack oh lord i rubbed my eye shut off my eye like an idiot sorry (laughs) did you take your medicine i did and it's not really doing much so if you hear me kind of during the podcast, just please forgive me. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you and Christian Brown Mama, y'all buddies now. We are not besties. Like, why is everyone keeps saying that? Tanara said that this morning while we were walking. She was like, well, yeah, you know, since you and Chris Brown's mom are practically best friends. But like, I, I won a contest unknowingly. Why don't, you, why don't you get invited to the baby birthday party? Why? I'm not. Who? You talking about Royals here? You don't Katori. Maybe both. I don't know. No. What? No. Maybe, you know, we just, you seem so nice and I just, I want to invite you. You funny. Just come on through. You funny. If you still got that frozen bike, you can bring that as a gift. I won't say nothing. <laughs> No, your god baby's supposed to be taking the bike whenever they finally come get it. Man, piss on that. 
Chris Brown, mom talking about you invite to a birthday party. You better bring that bike. So you want me to fly all the way to LA with a bike in tow to re-gift it back to her? You know, royalty probably too big for that bike anyway. So she probably know. is, because I think it's like for kids. I think the reason we're giving it to Adele is because it's for like kids three to five. Shout out to Chris Brown Mama. You hear me? Thank you for that. Um, okay, let's stop calling her Chris Brown Mama. Her name is Joyce. Ooh, you like, even know her name. Oh my God. You know? Well, we probably Ms. should call her Miss Joyce instead of Chris Brown Mama. Like, this woman had a life before he was Chris, like the Chris Brown. First of all, I don't know Miss Joyce like that because I ain't with no gift from her. Oh this is, you know, by her name. Miss Joyce. Sorry, Miss Joyce. Yes, because she sent me a picture that was signed, Love Joyce. And you got a picture of her. I forgot. You did. She got a picture of her, y'all. To hang up a frame. And her family picture album. I don't know. Family picture album. Yeah, I'm going to put it in a picture. I'm like, oh, who's this? Dude? Oh, this is my, uh, my E.T. Joyce. My T. Joyce. This is my T. Joyce. Well, you ain't got to picture your cousin Chris. Man, fuck him. <laughs> mm-hmm. Me and him don't get along. I just gotta, I just gotta picture my T Joyce. <laughs> I forgot all about that. You right. You got a whole picture. Of her. It's a big picture too. And it's a big. You know, it's a big picture. It's not a teeny tiny picture. You got a big ass picture, Mister Joyce, and you were gonna talk about we not friends. <laughs> we not <laughs> like we chatted up every day, or like talk on like talk DMs. Like we don't even like follow each other on Instagram. That's your fault. Like, I don't even follow her on Instagram. But you won something from her. You ain't follow that woman yet. I probably should. And you tag because I feel weird. Like I feel. I feel weird, Miss Joyce. Because like here. I would feel like a groupie if I did that. Kind of a group you. But I, pro- I probably should. I probably should, based on morals and like principles, should follow like the company page and her page. Just just That's based on cold, principle. Bro. It's just it's just weird to me. Like I always feel like. I always feel like I I don't. Feel like I'm a group. You follow Chris Brown like, and you follow Trey Song. You follow us. Like, I don't be commenting on their posts and stuff like that though. Okay, then, but you can't follow Miss Joyce, who you want something from. Because I'm like, who sent you a uh, picture you, of her sign? Because you already know I'm like one of those people who is like, I don't want to seem like I'm desperate for attention. Like, please, please, like pay attention to me, please. Enough. Like, give me attention. Acknowledge my existence. Sorry, Mrs. Joyce. She don't have no upbringing. Yes, wrong I do. With. She don't even want to follow I'm, her. You know what? Look, we're going to follow her right now. We don't follow her need the Creole Retro page because we ain't win nothing together. No, I'm following, I'm following her under my page. Oh, okay. Yeah, about to say. Look, I even look. Me and Tanaj was like on her page earlier. All I got to do, nah, send my recent searches. Follow. And follow. Boom. Done. And Joyce said, piss on you. You took too long. Watch. Whatever. That's because somebody took forever to take my picture in my jumpsuit. That's why. And who you talking to? Because it was whenever you was ready. You had to be off. It had to be nighttime time because you, you had this whole thing set up. True. True, true. So don't, don't put that on me. Yeah. This is true. And I still took it within time. You talking about I took it before Christmas. Yeah. Well, at first you was like, we'll just wait till after Christmas. I'm like, no, let me do it before Christmas. Whatever, bro. Okay, for, for those of you who don't know the backstory, um, 
which really the only people who really know the backstory is my friend, is friends and like some family members. But so what was it? Uh, in December, early December, I ordered some masks from uh, her brand, Rose Marone. I believe I'm pronouncing it right. Might be wrong. Please forgive me. But, I've, you know, I wanted some new face masks and I had been scrolling on uh, my Instagram discover page and I actually saw a picture of this dope white mask that I wanted, that I liked. Not knowing it was her page and I clicked on it and I was like, oh, this is the, this is Mom Breezy's page. So, you know, I just went directly in the bio, clicked on the brand website, went to order it, was out of the white, ended up ordering the black ordered another mask and waited for it to come in. Well, the shipping was the shipping, the shipping for regular shipping and two day shipping was about what and what. So I just went ahead and did two day shipping, but everybody who was waiting on gifts and stuff like that during Christmas to be delivered, know that USPS was like dragging this year, dragging this year. So I ordered a mask. It's supposed to be two-day shipping. It still took about a week and a half to get here. Finally get it. And when I get the package, USPS had beat up the box to shit, <laughs> for one. Two, it was in a huge black garment box. So I'm in my mind, I'm like, why? Why do I need this big, huge garment box for these two little masks? I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. Open up the box, and there's a small box in there with the mask in it. It also came with uh, two filters because both of the masks, you're able to add filters to them, which is pretty dope. And then on the side, there is, I just see like a pile of bubble wrap. I unwrap the bubble wrap, and there's a blue ornament that's, that is signed saying, uh, Merry Christmas, love, Mom Breezy. So I thought it was, mm. I thought it was really cute. Cause I was like, oh, maybe this is like a little something they're doing since it's Christmas season. And I'm like, oh, this is really cool. And then also there was like rose petals in the box and, you know, a uh, business oh. card from her that says Joyce Hawkins and all this stuff like that. I'm sitting here. I'm like, man, this shit is extra. But yeah. Okay. I was like, I was like, man, I wasn't expecting all of this, but this is, you know, this is pretty dope. This is a really nice way to promote a brand and like thank you customers and things like that so i'm showing my system show my system automation like oh that's really cute to like give customers as like a gift during the christmas season i was like yeah thinking that everybody's getting this ornament so i you know i take a picture i post it to my insta stories and i tag mom breezy and i tag rose marone and i commented like oh i didn't expect all of this extra stuff I I posted to my Insta story. Go to taking. I took a picture of me and uh, one of the masks. Posted it. The Rose Marone page was like, oh, you, you. It actually commented on my post and was like, oh, you look so beautiful. I was like, oh, that's cute. Okay, cool. Thanks. Go take it. Take it off. Go take a nap. Maybe ten minutes into my nap, I get an alert on my phone and I check. I look at my watch. Because it pops up on my watch and it says, uh, Rose Marone sent you a private message on Instagram. I'm like, uh, okay. I was like, well, maybe it's just that they shared my Instagram post. 
retro vet taking pictures. I'm videoing. Oh. <laughs> so back to the story. So I'm like, oh, maybe they just shared my Insta story. I go, I check my DM, and I get a message that says, congratulations, you found the magic ornament. Uh, I want to send you a velour jumpsuit in red or black and a uh, frozen bike bicycle. Just uh, send me a size that you want, what color velour um, jumpsuit you want, and um, your address. So I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So I, you know, I send that I want the red one and I, you know, my size and, you know, my address. And so next thing you know, it's like, oh, Rosemarie shared your, uh, your Instagram post. And when I saw it, it was like winter with like a ring around the ornament that I took the picture of. And I'm like, okay, wait, so what is exactly going on? So I go on the Rosemarie page. Remember when I ordered my mask, I went through my breezy page and didn't see anything about the contest. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. You all right? Yeah, I can't breathe through my nose. So, like, I'm talking and the only thing I breathe through is my mouth. So, I got to catch my breath. Sorry. All right. Back to the story again. <clears throat> sorry. So. What was that? Okay. So, go to the Rosemarie page. They shared. Not only did they share my post of me and my black mask, they also shared the post showing, you know, that I had won the contest. So I was like, well, let me scroll through the Rosemarie page and see what I'm like, what I miss? Like, what did I miss? Okay. So I scroll and I see that there was a contest that was supposed to end on the 5th of December. Keep in mind, I didn't get my package till the 11th of December. And I see that, yeah, that was a contest that was saying, hey, if you're the lucky person that finds the magical ornament signed by Mom Breezy in your package, you win a prize pack of a velour jumpsuit and and a bike and a frozen bike. I'm like, oh, okay. So this is pretty cool. So, you know, I just like sharing and all that stuff like that. So I'm like, okay, this will be interesting. You know, that I that I want all of this. And everybody's like, are you crazy? Like you you want all this from Chris Brown's mom? And I'm like, right. oh yeah. She's so nonchalant, bro. She's like, oh. I downplay everything because I don't want to like buck my head up and I don't want to be like I said, I don't want to be one of those people that's like, oh my God, me and Chris Brown's mom are like totally best friends now. I didn't say all oh, that, but damn, you could have been she was like, Oh, babe, guess what? I I want I said, wait, 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 what? You explain this to me? And she ran me in the story. And she was just like, Yeah, I want to jump scene. I said, And that's it? That's that's how you gonna react? And you know, it's just I said, Oh, Jesus. Christ, you just you don't. I was I was excited. Just the way I related to you was probably nonchalant, but I was I was pretty excited because I was like, oh, like no, it's, I mean it's like really cool. It's really cool, and it's a beautiful, beautiful, well made jumpsuit. It is beautiful. Now it's very sexy. I'm very chesty <laughs> because it's made to be low cut, and I. I rock a uh, 38G bra, so I'm very chesty. <laughs> so it is very sexy, and the boobs are very much out there. So do I get to wear it a lot around the house, living with my family? No, absolutely not. But when me and Retro get our own place, I'll probably be traipsing around it a whole lot more. Lies. 
It, it has to be because the one thing about it, like she said, it's well made and it also keeps you warm. It keeps the body heat. It's yeah. very warm, but very it's not. Warm. It's not uncomfortable warm though. Yeah, still though. Like it's not like burning up hot. It's 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 very comfortable. It's very soft. It's beautiful. If you want to see pictures of me in it, go to my page, uh, Creole underscore Vixen underscore on Instagram. Also, you can see a video, a video that Retro put together on our Creole and Retro page. Wow, what's up, Mo? Uh, but yeah, so you could definitely do that. So thank you, Miss Joyce, for my jumpsuit. And I'm sure Adele will love the frozen bike because obviously I can't ride it. Mama Joyce. Miss Joyce. T.D. Joyce. Whatever we want to call her. Between y'all two, I didn't, like I said, I didn't win anything from the woman, so. Um, so yeah, so that's how, that's how your Christmas was. Um. And then I got a lot of beautiful stuff from Retro. Oh, what, what did you get? I got a green, I got a green coach bag. I was about to say Michael Kors. Got a green coach bag with a matching wallet. I got... Some custom sneakers, custom painted uh sneakers that has my entire life on it. I have, I got AirPod Pros because Retro was tired of me wearing my Beats X around my neck. Um, my sister bought me a ring light. Let's see what else I got. I got a t-shirt made by my cousin that my aunt gave me that I have to give you yours. Okay. Keep forgetting to give you yours. We got matching shirts. Everybody got matching shirts. They say God is dope. Okay. That's it. I don't remember it all. That's all about right. That's all? Mm-hmm. I said the AirPod Pros. Yep. I said a purse and a matching wallet. Mm-hmm. The shoes. Right. Why well, I feel like there was something else you gave me. It's coming in tomorrow. Oh, yeah. And then the... uh. The case for the AirPod Pros. Yeah. And everybody loved their gifts. I, I brought them. Of course, I, I bought them better gifts than you gave me. But it's... <laughs> wow. <laughs> and guess what I got, guys? Not a damn thing. You got Beats headphones early. That don't count. It does count. No, it does not. Wow. The Beats, no. Because you bought those the same time you bought yours. I don't count. You always discrediting my gifts, man. No, it wasn't a Christmas gift. You told me it was Lanyap. It was, no, because it was Lanyap on top of the bigger gift I was supposed to be buying you. Oh, okay. But the bigger gift fell through. Okay, well, then I got Beats headphones. For now. I didn't get, now, mind you, I didn't get that on Christmas Day. I got this prehead because, like she said, what she was going to get me didn't fall through. So Christmas Day. Because I was actually planning on getting you a couple of things, but it's just going to have to be gradual, unfortunately. Because I was going to get you your ah, la, 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 la. I don't want to hear nothing. Just keep quiet. Just... I already told you. Yeah, but still, I don't, I might forget. I don't want to know. You're not going to forget because you never forget. Mm, I don't know. Don't mention it. All right. So but it's all good. So that was Christmas, and then we had New Year's came in. Yep. And um, like I said... Usually they have a big shindig, but due to the COVID, it was simmered down some. 
But you still got to bring in a new year and his fiance. Yes, an engaged couple. So that was fun. And now we are here. With the first podcast of 2021. Now we had some we had some things that we wanted to discuss um before the end of the year. So um let's see. I don't know which one you want to go with. Why are you looking? You got your notes too. I know, but it's just so much to pull it up. Hold on. Uh, Nope. That is my grocery list. Let's see. Let's go through jealousy, which let's go through the best man thing, which what goes into jealousy. Okay, we're gonna do that together. Yeah. All right. So um if you guys haven't seen the best man, you know, it's a very well known um I would call it a... It's a black staple. Yeah. So pretty much in this movie, there's a guy. He's an author? Yeah. Harper is an author. He's an author, and he wrote this book. In this book, he kind of aired out some of his dirty laundry. So... But in the form of like a nonfiction book. Right. So long story short, the man, his best friend, is getting married to the love of his life. They all they all went to college together. Now his partner, he was a hoe. He was out here doing his dirt. He was he was godly, but he was a hoe. Right. Um. So he's out here doing his dirt. His, I think, were they broken up at the time? Or so no no rocks? no no no. So what happened? You talking about the incident in college? Yeah. So. No, what happens is Lance Lance is like Lance is of course like the star football player on campus. He's he's a holy roller, but he's also a hoe. He, so he's like screwing all these girls and stuff like that. So he's dating Mia. Mia's of course like the good sweet girl or whatever like that. And she was also friends with Harper, because if I'm not mistaken, uh Mia and Harper worked at like the new the the student newspaper together. Right. And so Lance met, actually met Mia through Harper. And so Harper and Mia were friends also. And then what ends up happening is Mia gets tired of Lance screwing around on her. And so to get back at Lance, she makes a move on Harper and they end up sleeping together while they were working on an, on an assignment or a story or whatever like that. She made her move on to Harper and they end up sleeping together. So fast forward however many years and now Lance and Mia are getting married and Harper has written this nonfiction book, but pretty much he wrote it as if it was nonfiction, but it really was all he did was change the names of the characters in the book. My thing is this. Why would you release this book knowing what you had in it? Right around the same time that you're going to your best well, no, friend. But that was the thing. He didn't release it. So well, this he is had where a copy of it then. He shouldn't even had a copy of well, it. Well, they weren't supposed to see it. So what happened was Nia Long, who's the other friend, she works at a news network and asks for the exclusive. So he gave her the book. So when 
So when authors, he should never. When authors and like music artists and stuff like that go for interviews, what they do is they send the book or the CD ahead of time, even if it's not released yet. So it so they can preview it that way they can know what to discuss. Nope. And that's what happened. He gave it to Jordan, who then. Mm-mm. then showed this friend and this other friend and this other friend and then it stumbled into Lance's like Lance found it Mm-mm. no I think eventually like it got in Lance's hands and he was reading it and that's when he found out I, don't know, I bet you had to wait so till he the didn't release it the whole plan was that it wasn't going to be released until after they got married right uh-uh. nope I would never I would even put all the information in there, but you know, teach his own. That's just stupid. So pretty much what I'm saying is about the movie is that, you know, everybody was talking that shit. Oh, he's a good man to still marry her. Cause you know, at, at first the wedding was off. Right. And then but, they ended up still getting married and everybody was like, Oh, Harper's so bad and blah, 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 blah. But nobody, here's the thing we always discuss. Nobody, gives Mia shit about what she did because Mia's the one that went at Harper. There's one thing. She could have cheated on with anybody. Anybody else, but she intentionally went after Harper with the sole purpose of hurting Lance. So that's what I'm saying. That's, that's and she went after Harper. Like it wasn't like Harper went to her. She went to Harper. Like, was he wrong for still sleeping with her? Yes. But Mia very much like kicked all of it off. And so nobody ever, like Lance never gave her crap about it. Jordan never gave her, gave her crap about nope. it. Like nobody gave her crap about it. And put it all on my boy. And they just let her for the entire movie be this little angelic woman who just never does any wrong. And it's like, she did. She intentionally went after his best friend to sleep with him to get back at him. And it's not until Best Man Holiday where she finally like sits Lance down only because she's dying of, course. of cancer that she go, I feel so bad that I it came between you and Harper's friendship and you always blame Harper for it, but I played a role in it too. And it's like, you wait all these years, like nobody gave you shit about what yeah, you did. Right she waited. She said, well, shit, man. And she rolled with it. Like she really sat up there and rolled with it and let these let these dudes' friendship like just crumble over something she did. She said, "I ain't taking the heat, getting out the kitchen." So like, dirty. But you know that's just. But what you but like? What you think? Like if if something like that happened Ooh, between like your two homeboys, like would you would you be like go up to her and be like, you know, you wrong and you need to say something? Oh, I mean, if it happened to two homeboys, I know not me personally. Well, even that, if it happened to you personally, like if you was in Lance's position and you knew, you knew your old lady and your friend slept together and she was doing it out of spite, but she's the one that went to him. So like, say she, she got in her car, drove to your homeboy's apartment or house or whatever and initiated them having sex. Would you put all the blame on him or would you... They all getting the heat. They all getting the heat. They all getting the heat. But what I, they all get the heat. They all get the heat. I'm sorry, everybody would get the heat. If she would not get no pass, straight up, right? She would get the heat. 
Okay, now if it was between like two of your homeboys and a chick that one of them was dating, would you as a friend then like be like, okay, Winch, you wrong and you need yeah. to say something? Yeah, no, I, I would too. I would point I'm like, girl, you wrong for that. You try to play ho. You wrong for that. You gonna put two two partners together like that? Right. Like I, yeah. Sure it just always bothered me, even when I was even when I was younger watching the Best Man how before Best Man how they even came out. It just always bothered me that Mia just like got away with all of it scot free. Yeah, that whole guy with him. Like no, like no, like not one person, not Jordan, not mm. Lance, even Harper didn't really even like jump on her case about it. Like nope. nobody jumped on her and was like. You wrong. And nobody went to Lance and was like, your girl actually went to go smash your homie to hurt you. Right. Like, why is she getting off Sky Free? Why is she marrying you right now? Right. Because she loved you. So, <sighs> whatever. I don't think love fixes everything. I'm sorry. What you mean, love doesn't fix everything? There's just certain situations I don't think you could forgive. Like, it just makes things too sloppy. Like, I could see if it was, like, a situation where the girl you're dating slept with your friend, but this was before you even met her, and you just happened to meet her. That happens all the time in New Orleans. But if it's, like, a situation where you dating her and she goes sleep with your homeboy while y'all together, I don't see how you can, like, forgive that and still marry her. What if y'all was on a break? No. That's still your homeboy. She knows him. It'd be different if it'd be somebody that, somebody you know, she know. didn't know that you knew right. or whatever. That's different. But if she know, like, that's your longtime homeboy and she go seek him out because y'all on a break and she's hurt. But, but that's, yes, it, she still gets the heat. But shouldn't the homeboy get even more heat? They should both get heat. They but both I mean, get the heat, but it's like, it's one thing if, I come to you and try to seduce you. And I'm, and you know, and you're like, nah, you my, you know, nah. Can't do that, man. You with my girl. Well, yeah. You, you with my, you, well, you no, my I understand homeboy. that. I understand that. But I mean, yeah, they both should get the smoke. But that's my, that's my point. Like Lance and all them let me go scot-free. Yeah, no. Like they not all, like they all harped on Harper. Like they all jumped on his case. We're like, how'd you do that? And blah, blah, blah. And all that. They all got on him. Lance ditched him as a friend, but still married Mia and had like a whole life with her after finding this out. Hoes before. That's when you pick the hoes before the bros. Right. Pick the hoes before the bros. I just think it's messed up sometimes. I'm sorry. I just, even as a female, I'm just like, that's, that's fucked up. That's the way the world works, baby. That's the way the world works. Uh, but anyway, since we're talking about the new year, you know, um, 2020, like I say, with the COVID and everything, music, music has changed. Music's been on a change. And we have noticed with the COVID that... A lot of artists are starting to kind of shake off the shackles of these record companies and just doing their own thing. You don't need them. Um, 
Creo came across this um thing. What was it on the shade room or about the fifteen years? Yeah. So uh, let me see. I'll have to find the post again. Well, anyway, it's been fifteen years since certain these artists had you know dropped music, and it was Team Pain. Well, they dropped they. Well, there was a lot of hot albums that came out in 05, but we noticed from the post, we didn't realize just how many artists put out their first album in 2005. And three of the biggest ones, three of the ones that are really still around and consistent was Chris Brown's first album, Trey Mm -hmm. Song's first album, and T-Pain's first album all came out in 2005. So all three of them marked 15 years since their first album in 2020. T-Pain. And all three of those albums are still jams. Still heavy rotation. Hell yeah. They still play it on the radio like like they brand new. They got people out here got 500 something hours worth of. Chris hey, 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 that's not what we talking about. I'm just saying. That's not what we talking about. Mama Joyce. That's not what we talking about. Mama Joyce, she's a fan of your son, Mama Joyce. Now you making me sound like a stalker. That's what I'm saying. That's because you bought me that Echo last year. I ain't got nothing to do with that. It's not my, it is not my fault that Indigo is like two and a half hours long. And Heartbreak on the Full Moon is like three hours long. And that's legit all it is. You can run both of those albums and that's six hours of your day right there. Right there. Just playing those two back to back. So it's not my fault that Chris Brown puts out 50 song albums. I gotta say. Dropping them bangers. You know what I mean? But I mean, T-Pain, like all, like the music from his first album, In Love With A Stripper, Buy your drink, bartender. Bartender. I like the bartender. Ooh, she's looking at me. I'm at the bar with that. Yeah, come on, man. They still play all that. They still play it in the club. Like it's brand new. You know, Chris Brown's first album still still rolls. Trey songs with all the ad libs, man. That is still. That is still an album right there. Oh my God. That gotta make an album is still. Just gotta make it. All right. Just gotta make it. But Chris Brown's first album is special to me because it dropped on my birthday. It dropped on my 17th birthday. My mom went out and got it for us because it was while we was in Georgia for Katrina. And, you know, we had just came back from being in Cali with my brother for his senior game at San Diego State. You know, I didn't, and then we were kind of, you know, I mean, we had an apartment, but I mean, we, they weren't making money. My parents weren't working and all that stuff like that. So my mom asked me what I wanted for my birthday. And I said, mm, you know what? That, uh, that boy, Chris Brown dropping his album on my birthday. Why you rolling your eyes? Like, I didn't say it like that. Ain't nobody really knew who he was except for Run It being on the radio. So I was like, that oh, boy. that that boy Chris Brown dropping his album yeah. on my birthday. I, I'll take that for my birthday. So went to school on my birthday, came home. Mom said, here, yeah, happy birthday. And she just handed it to me. She went to Walmart right after I left for school and got the album and handed it to me. And I was, I was riding on the bus and just listening to that album just through and through and through. 
And that is how you get 500 something hours. I can't stand you. Chris Brown. 500 something hours of Chris Brown music play on your Apple music. No. It's all good. No. And my mom's loved them. My mom loved them too. Cause she took all of my albums. I just found a bunch of the CDs she took from me once I got my iPod. I found them in the center console of what is now my car. It used to be her car. And found all the CDs, found a burned copy of graffiti, found the first Chris Brown album. Hmm. Must be nice. But my mom, my mom loved us some Chris Brown. Yeah, and your father said they, they, the boy's gonna be famous, huh? Oh yeah. Like, don't judge me. Like, this is a Chris Brown family. Like, <laughs> and it just so happened that this Chris Brown family won a Christmas present from Mama Joyce. Mama Joyce, she's coming for you, baby. Oh, what? The, oh my God, I can't stand you. Coming for you, Mama Joyce. Trying to be all in the family with your Mama Joyce. You do me so dirty, don't you? So, so shout out to Chris, Trey, T Pain. Y'all keep on congratulations on fifteen years of dropping consistent music. I'm looking for more and more from you guys. Cause Trey Song's Trey Song's album is that's R and B right there. Yeah, like I said, they they bringing it back. That's back to R and B because that whole that whole um back home album. Oh my God, that's that's R and B. So throw back. We've been we've been missing that kind of R and B because there's no real like party bops on this on that album. But I mean, it's real R and B. That it is. That it is. That's that's a that's a baby maker right there. Mm Hmm. So, all right, you guys. That's it. We done. Bye. You so crazy. What? What? I'm done. What you talking? We only had 37 minutes. Okay, you you got more? I mean... More and more. Who were you bumping back at 05? I know Pretty Ricky was one. Because it's been 15 years since the Blue Stars album. I got new shoes on my ride. Man, that was my shit. Because I know you you always uh, love playing that age ain't nothing but a number. Ain't nothing but a number. Oh five, I was in college. Yes, I was bumping that. I was bumping that. Oh five, oh five was the end of my junior year of high school and the start of my senior year. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know. Blue Stars is your joint. That's your. Does Confession drop too in oh five? Confessions was oh four. Oh four. So it's been 16 years since confession. That was a shit too. Yeah. I'm trying to remember all of it. Um, I'm still searching for it. I send you a lot of posts on Instagram. But I remember, yeah, Blue Stars was one. Oh, um, Omarion's first solo album was one. The O album. Mm, that's all right. It was okay. I feel like I I feel like it was to me, I think it was better than the second album. I might be wrong. But um I mean, come on, you can't go wrong with touch. You cannot touch. go wrong with touch. I guess. 
And I believe Keisha Cole's first album came out in 05. Uh, let me just, I gotta find this post. It's a, it's a fairly old, uh, it was the goat of R&B movie soundtracks. Okay, I gotta go a little further than that. If Mama Drama. I liked it. The only song I liked it from Omarion was Icebox. And I liked it, the remix with Usher on. Yeah, that was another thing we were talking about. We were saying how they don't make remixes no more. They don't. They really don't. Because they ain't got nobody hot to feature on them things no more. Right. And I was just telling uh, Retro that probably the most recent legit remix that I remember is, um, <clears throat> well, that I actually enjoyed. I put it that way because there's been some remixes where I'm just, where it's legit just an artist jumping on somebody else's song, but cloud up. We that's a whole nother topic and rant in itself, Nikki. Uh, <laughs> but mm-hmm. um, I love it by August Alcina. And then there was the remix with uh, Chris Brown and Trey Songs that apparently Retro just heard for the first time the other day when I was playing it. Sounded good. Sounded real good. I can't believe it. it always surprises me at the stuff that you haven't heard as much as you say you enjoy music. I do, but I'm kind of like, at the, what, what year the album was? What was the album? August I seen her? Yeah, this remix you talking about. Let me tell you, you talking about with Ch- uh, with Chris Brown and Trey Songz? Uh huh. I knew of it. I just haven't heard it in a while. Oh, and and that's another thing. Like my, I cut off like after two thousand, maybe ten. Everything is like maybe some singles and stuff, and that's because for DJing purpose. Other than that, I'm an old school fanatic. That's why I like. That's where I reside at. Wait, I don't want it to play. All Creole, all Creole listen to is nasty baby making stuff. And then she talk about when we get a house. I ain't getting pinky, I ain't getting pink. You ain't going to be listening to no Chris Brown and Trace Song. Why, why I'm not? Okay. If you want kids, you're going to let me do it. That's fine with me. I have no problem with it. Shit, huh? Shoot. Huh. Damn it. I'm like, oh. Who are you looking for? I was looking for the date of the, the year of the song. It's probably like 15, I want to say. August Alcina? Yeah. Whenever his first album came whenever his first album came out, that's when it was. So. Right. So. 13. There you go. 2013. 13. I'm like, oh. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, 13. So. He said, make love, make love, make love to me right now. You don't let me, you don't let me enjoy my nasty music. I do let you enjoy it. You go right there and enjoy it. By myself. I guess. Like I say, I'm the one that's usually enjoying the lyrics. You're the one that enjoys the beat. Yeah, I'm more of a... I like the instrumental. 
I had a dream last night that Uh-oh. I put on a Christmas concert. You put on a Christmas concert? Yeah, like I, I directed, like I was like, it was crazy. I was supposed to be in the band playing like a concert, but I didn't have a read, so I wound up directing the thing and it came, it was, it was fire. <laughs> it was fire. Oh, man. Yeah. No, you're the lyrical content person. I am. I just I'm I'm all about well, I'm I'm about lyrics to a certain extent. See you you sit here and figure out what was you know the artist going through right there. I say, you got all that from that song? Well, it's not that you get it from the song, but I mean you if you follow the artist, if you like read articles and stuff like that, you tend to remember what they were going through at the time or what they're referencing or like where they were at when they wrote the song. Like you can, you can kind of feel a difference in different albums. And that's what makes like someone with a long career like Trey songs, Chris Brown, T-Pain, you know, Lil Wayne, you know, people who have like longer careers. It's kind of, it for me, it's fun to like go through different albums and be like, oh, well, this was their first album when, you know, they were just trying to like fill things out. And oh, on this album was when they like were feeling this way. And oh, this is the album when they had their first kid or they was in a relationship with this person or they just see, broke up with this person. But see, I'm I'm very <clears throat> like, see, you analyze all that. You you can, you you sit here and you listen. And, and I'm trying to get to that. I'm I don't have time. I really don't have time to listen to music. Because Retro always fusses at me because he's like, you download whole albums. And I'm like, because there are albums that you have to listen to them as a whole. Right. Like Trey Song's Trigger album is good as a whole. Like you got to listen to it as a whole. And the same thing with the um, Back Home album. Yeah, I enjoy listening to the song separately, but just listening to the whole thing as a whole right. and the way it's produced and the way it's put together to where each song flows into the next and he has these uh these interludes that flow into the next and things like that just right. makes the whole album beautiful. So there's there's so there's albums you have to listen to as a package deal. Right. And my thing is and yeah, I mean that's how that's how a few people a, a lot of people went away from that because um Casey and Jojo Love always that that album was built like that. Life Jennings first album was built like that. Um although Creole don't like Life Jennings, but um but yeah, they have certain artists that build their albums like that, but then they have some that don't. So it's more of a pick or choose. You know, it, it depends who you're listening to. So Right. Because like I said, with um, the Trigger album, if you listen to a song separately and you like listen to it all the way through, you can hear, you'll hear the beginning of the next song at the end of that song. And that's that's why it's best to listen to the Trigger album as a whole, because you'll because every time you listen to the song by itself, you'll hear the beginning of the next song because he made the album to where each song flow like flows seamlessly into the next song and then of course you know there's a couple there's a couple songs on the trigger album where they are all one story which is smartphones yes no maybe and uh yes so 
And those are all those three together are pretty much a story right. in itself. So you have to, so it, it's like enjoyable to listen to those three together in order. Which like you, but you can feel like you can feel like where someone is in their album. You can feel like, oh, this was like when they were really sad, and this is when they were thinking about settling down, and this is when they were with this chick, and they were like all lovey dovey, and then this next album is when he was like, man, fuck up, like. <laughs> well, you guys, like I say, Vix is very into the lyrics of. Music. That's why this year she's going to come out with her own special segment in the mix with Vix. Oh, yes, you are doing that this year. This year you are doing that. You're going to make that a live. When COVID subsides and I can maybe link up with some people, we can start doing something like that. Who's we? I can do something like that. When COVID subsides and schedule gets steady. You can start doing this now. Not linking up with people, but you can start dying. Second people albums and stuff. Well, yeah, you know, I already do that because I, I mean, know. I dissected uh the Tory Lanez album. So. I know that's what I'm saying. Though. <clears throat> I actually sat at work at five a.m. in the morning and read the lyrics to that album. There you go. That's what I'm saying. You could do that now. I already do. You don't have, no. You, you have not recorded yourself talking about the album. Oh no, I haven't recorded myself. That's what I'm trying to tell you. You're gonna do that. Well, because I always assume that we're just gonna talk about it on here. Yeah, but no, we're not gonna be talking about albums all the time. And once again, this that is your forte, and that is what you're going to do, and that's going we're gonna make that happen. Yes, Daddy. <sighs> so, looking forward to that. But um, we also were saying how nowadays. Um, you can't, especially with rap. You don't know when nobody had, where, what region they coming from, because everybody no. sound the same. And they do. There was a time where you could tell somebody's from the West Coast, somebody from the East Coast, from the South, the Midwest. And that was based on Texas, flow. That was based on beat. That was based on production. All of that. Now I don't know where none of these <clears throat> artists are from. They all sound the same to me. Nobody sticks out. Nobody. Just they all use this. like the same five producers. Pretty much That's it Cause I mean You had your southern producers You had your east coast producers You had your midwest producers And you had your Your west coast producers Now It's like Everybody uses London on the track Right DJ Mustard DJ Khaled And that's why I'm mad at Boosie badass Because <clears throat> I love Boosie for he, Boosie Let's see What was the last I felt like It was like a Baton Rouge album I guess it was Um uh, incarcerated. That was the last one. And you know, it when I hear when you hear a Boosie song come up, you know that straight up Baton Rouge. You you because you can tell by the style of the beat. And you know, you can tell by his I mean it's Boosie. He, I mean he has a, a recognizable <coughs> voice, but like I say, his style of music is also standing out there. I don't care for his new shit. Like he has yet, he has yet. To me, Badass is, is always going to be the hottest shit that he did. I, I have yet to see anything that came to surpass that. So, Boosie, you need to get, get back on your shit. Holler at Trill family producers over there, man. Get back on your old shit, Boosie. Quit with all this dumb shit. You feel me? But come back, come back, to, the, come back to the South, baby. You ain't got to live down here, but goddamn, Boosie. Give me, give me that Baton Rouge shit, nigga, that pop music, you know? But it just, it. It does. It just all sounds the same now. It there's nothing 
stand out. And that's really why a lot of these rappers are not going to last because. Jeezy too. Go back to where the fuck. Man, the recession. Nigga, uh, Thug Motivation. Those producers. Who would you have on those things? Man, bring your ass back to that, bro. But yeah, there's no there's no Atlanta sound anymore. There's no New Orleans sound anymore. There's no New York sound anymore, which was like no. heavy bass. There was, there's no Cali sound anymore. It just it's just all the same. All the same. You don't know where someone's from anymore. Nah, man, that shit crazy. Like I could I like I couldn't tell you where the baby and all them are from because it all sounds the same. Nah. Like Meg's music does not sound like Houston. Like. You know? Hell no. Hell no. That's why, like I said. And especially since everybody want to bite off of, like, the bounce style now. For true, you don't know where anybody at. Oh. Culture vulture. Because body is a bounce song. Body sounds like a bounce song. Ain't no sound. It is. It is a bounce song. Body is a bounce song. If we can't remix it into a bounce track, that means it's already a bounce song. Therefore, it's And that'd be so funny to me when I'm, like, listening to Social Shakedown and, uh... I listen to Social Shakedown and they turn around and they put a bounce beat to Go Crazy or uh, Nice For What or In My Feelings or whatever. And I'm like, they already are bounce songs. Like, why are you putting another bounce beat on top? Then it already took a bounce beat. I mean... Like and I kind and I kind of wonder. I was like, I wonder if Chris Brown and Drake know to, like know who they are sampling from. Like, do they know who Magnolia Shorty is? Drake might. I don't know about Chris Breezy. Cause Wobble yeah. Up is oh, yeah. monkey on a dick just from the whole thing. It's right. the whole thing and her voice. Right. You you took the whole song. So but like I say, and shout out to DJ Tank for making our intro. Um, I don't know if I shouted him out last time, but I'm shouting out again, Tank. Thank you for sending that final version, man. Like I say, we're gonna we're going to bring the culture to the uh, front line and we're going to let all these people who's biting from us to stop paying your motherfucking dues and stop bringing the money back and the motherfucking spotlight to New Orleans because it's some bullshit. Everybody wants it, that flavor, that style, that taste, they baby, I, and all that shit. I will, give, I will give Drake credit for shooting in my feelings in New Orleans. He don't want to. But. Like the whole video was him trying to be a New Orleans dude. Right. We look like a dude from Brother Martin trying to be. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sorry, Cam. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Cam. <laughs> I'm sorry, Relic. So, yeah, man. So, like I said, I thank you, Tank, for the intro, man. And I look forward to doing some more music stuff with you. Yo, Relic, man, we got to get it. We got to get this song together. Matter of fact, when I get paid, I remind myself to buy that track so we can record that thing and make that happen. But, um, but talking about Drake. I guess it'd be a good way to segue into this. Wayne selling all of the royalties for Young Money for a hundred million dollars. Born that dope. Now, me and Creel was talking about this, and she said it might be just a strategy for him separating from Baby. Right, so Baby can't get his hands on it, so he sold it to who? Sony. Or somebody, so Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers, I think, sold it to them for a hundred mil, and I'm assuming, you know, Wayne gonna leave cash money, and once he get all that squared away, he'll buy it back from him. He just didn't want Birdman get his claws on it, right? Because Young Money, if you don't know, Young Money is a branch of Cash Money that Wayne created, 
And of course, you know, he had many other artists, but of course the big three on Young Money obviously were three. The big three. Three. The big three. I don't even count the other nigga. I know you don't count Tiger, but Tiger Tiger brought in money. Bro, what? When? Let's be real. Tiger is third place over there, bro. Okay, but he's still the big three. I, I of Young Money. I still don't call him Big Three. Big Three. Big three, which is Nikki, Drake, and Tiger. You gotta acknowledge that Tiger is is big three young money. The lime and the coconut motherfucker ain't shit. Okay. He wasn't part of young money then. It doesn't matter. He hasn't what has he dropped lately? That's what I'm trying to tell you, man. Drake still dropping dimes, man. Nikki fell off. And Tiger out here. Don't, don't tell the barbs that Nikki fell off. And Tiger out here fucking around with young girls, you know? Tiger got a whole album with Chris Brown. What's, what, what song came off of that? What? The AO song? How'd she go? I'm not gonna sing it. You gotta sing it. I'm, can't not, play. I'm not singing it. You can't play I'm it. I'm just playing a snippet of it. Legally, we can do 10 seconds. I just motherfucking Shazam. Legally, we can do 10 seconds. But yeah, no, but you got to respect Tiger as like part of the big three of Young Money. That shit? Yeah. When that came out? A while back. All right, then get the fuck out of here. Oh, shit. That shit's so... um... Yeah. Still young money, son. I don't give a shit. Still part of young money. Okay, it's part of young money. You know, fuck that. If you're going to sit Tiger part of the big three, then let's put Lil Chucky because he had a hot ass song too. Lil Chucky? Yeah. Who is that? He part of young money. Child, go ahead. You don't put up shit. Really, bro? You you just going to disrespect Tiger like that? So, yes, he briefly dated Kylie Jenner, but we're not going to fold him on that. And then you got this. That's the most recent. It is the most recent. That came out last year. Yeah. Still ain't shit. Oh, whatever. But anyway, back to the topic. Why you defending? Why you defending Tiger so much, bro? You ain't win stuff from Tiger Mama. You ain't from Chris Brown Mama. Lord. This is what we're going to keep doubling back to. I'm just saying, you see me and Tiger, but you can't get Tiger. Fuck Tiger, man. That nigga ain't shit. Anyway, back to the topic at hand. Okay. Wayne sold all the rights. All the masses and stuff for a hundred mil for young money. Nah. I know you lying. Anyway. Tiger. But yeah, when he sold that shit for a hundred, hundred mil, 
and we are. And so that includes everything up until Tiger's most recent mixtape. That includes all of Nicki's music, and that includes all of Drake's music up to, um, Scorpion. You say, was Scorpion? Was it Scorpion that I said? Uh, I think so. Yeah, I think it's up to score the Scorpion album. So, so I mean, a lot of, lot of gold, like a lot of good music. Wayne sold off. Right, but I, I think, like you said, I think it's just a strategy move right now to deal with this whole, um, you know, break off from cash money. Because- and historically, a lot of art, like big artists, have like sold. Their masters, their catalog. Because Drake alone. During like legal issues. Drake's shit alone costs more than 100 mil. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, so like I said, that's, that makes sense that you say that. So. Yeah, because I mean, in the past, like, um, you know, like Paul McCartney bought Michael Jackson's music, and then after he died, he gifted it back to his family. And if I'm not mistaken, Michael Jackson also sold Paul McCartney's music. Like he bought all the Beatles music and gave it back to Paul. So here you go, Paul. <laughs> so I mean, there's been a lot of times where artists have like sold off, you know, the rights to music and stuff like that to avoid it being taken in a divorce or taken uh, you know, during like a legal battle with the label or anything like that where you know the person could probably possibly sue them and take take the rights on the flip side you have taylor swift situation where her label sold all of her music didn't even didn't even offer her the chance to buy it and now out of spite she can't perform all her old music because she don't have rights to it. So now she's re-recording all of her old music. Like she's in the studio right now re-recording all of her old music so she can be able to perform it on stage. Shit that people do. So until then, no love story, no you belong with me, no shake it off, none of that. Where's Kanye when you need him? Oh, bro. <laughs> Apparently gifting everybody these amphibious ugly tanks. Ugly ass Minecraft looking vehicle. Kanye is prepared for the end of the world. And he just wanted to make sure that. He's bringing uh, it. He's bringing it. You he, think he's bringing it? He's bringing it in with his craziness, man. Shout Kanye. out to old Kanye. You hear me? <laughs> Kanye is out here uh, gifting these big old tanks. If you haven't seen it, uh, he's. The two people I know for a fact he's he's given it to, he's given one to uh two chains, which was the first person to get one. And two chains actually drove that bad boy to a restaurant recently. <laughs> but it's two chains, so I, I wouldn't expect that. And then re- most recently he gifted one to Chris Brown. And it's just it's the ugliest thing. Monique thinks it's cute. My sister thinks it's cute. I know what to get you, Mo. Gotcha. <laughs> but it is the ugliest thing. It's the slowest moving thing. But I look, it's probably the best thing if we enter an apocalypse or uh, the zombie invasion comes. I mean, at least we know that Kanye, 2 Chains, and Chris Brown will be safe. So. Oh, 
Mine's on back order right now. We all gonna be trying to uh, hitch a ride with them. I'm right on top of that bitch. I'm about to say, because I don't see who else can fit in there. And as tall as 2 Chains and Chris Brown is, I'm surprised they can fit in there. <laughs> and that bitch hunched. That bad boy probably looks like a power wheel when they drive it. Because mm. ain't 2 Chains like, what, 6'4"? Like, he's taller than Chris Brown. He's and Chris tall. Brown's 6'2", so... Titty boy is tall. Like, I feel like... Uh, I feel like they look like they're driving like a damn power wheel or like a, a, a yeah, clown car trying to drive that bad boy. Because it just, it looks so small. It crazy. It looks so small and so narrow, but I might be wrong. I might be wrong. Hmm. So, but you guys, this, um, we, we're coming to the end. We are. So, Sorry. yeah. Oh, yeah. We pass an hour. So, um, we just want to once more thank you all for tuning in and listening to us. Um, it's a new year. We are doing our best to provide steady content. You know, it's just things changing our lives and whatnot, but we are going to do better this year. Try to keep it going, keep it flowing. Once more, shout out to the people out there in there, man. Y'all really holding it down for us. I mean, it's crazy. It's like, y'all really, I don't know if you even really listen to our shit or you understand what we're saying, but I'm going to say this, you know, thank you. You, yeah. Thank you. We just crossed the 500 download mark this morning, and that's like I said, that's only for what five shows. That's only across five shows, and that's only since August. August 500 downloads. Now it might not seem like a lot compared to like bigger podcasts. Like man, that's a lot for us. Like dorm taming and all that stuff like that. But you know, for people that are like starting off with no like pre following. Right. Look, we celebrating 500 downloads. That's right. Shout out to Dawn Team, man. If y'all ever want to do a collaboration, man, hit us up, man. If anybody want to collab, if anybody wants to get on shout outs or anything, hit us up. We are here. You can reach us at Creole. What is it? Creole.and.retro? Yeah, it's Creole.and.retro. Or you can hit us up on our personal, personal pages, which is retro underscore Ralph underscore or creole underscore vixen, vixen underscore. underscore yeah that's for instagram and twitter for both of us i promise i'm gonna be a better on the twitter um forefront i'm gonna start tweeting more this year twitter also. is where i rant and throw shade mm-hmm. that she does <laughs> that she does so if you ever want to see who she's pissed at or what she feel ill will about just go look at her twitter oh you're not gonna know who i'm pissed about Unless I actually tag them. But a lot of times I don't. It's usually just me like ranting. I know because I know her. So and I know the circle she's talking about. So, but um, like I say, America, get your shit together. I need y'all <laughs> to start downloading more. Come on. Because India is embarrassing y'all. India is whipping y'all ass, which like I say, if y'all need us to come out there and do like a summit or you know, host anything. I don't care what the live shit is. podcast recording. Um, we are down for it. You hear me? Just reach out to us. We trying to we trying to take retro on his first international trip. Yeah, I'll come down. To, I'll go to India. It don't matter to me. Y'all paying? I'm flying. We, we go. Let's do it. Raph hasn't been out of the United States, so, so that'd be a nice start. I mean, I've been in the Gulf of Mexico. That's close enough for me. <laughs> but um, also, like I said, we are also looking for sponsors on brand deals. So. If anyone y'all want to link up with us, please connect to us. 
Um, like I say, not the bots. Y'all can keep yeah, that. I'm not yeah, it's not something as that fake shit. I'm talking about real brand deal. I'm talking about collaborating, coming up with ideas and stuff. Cause I feel like me, Creo, we have a lot to offer. And, you know, like I say, this year, you know, eventually we're gonna start having, like I say, we're gonna get people on here with us, in interviewing different people. Is 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 like I say, it's a it takes time, but it is growing in the right direction. And like I said, without your support, without seeing these numbers increasing, it gives us more hope and more, you know, more inspiration to keep on pushing forward to provide y'all with the content. And, and also, we do want to also start giving y'all some videos too. Yes. Whether it be behind the scenes or just or just something to hold you, tie you over in between podcasts. Right. We will. We will start producing more live videos and Stop posting that. So I got a ring light now. So I'm practically a influencer. Yeah, we just got to get her to start influencing. (laughs) But um, with all that being said, I say we thank y'all very much for listening in to all. But yeah, I am your host, Retro Ralph. And I am Creole Vixen. And once again, thank you guys. You stay safe, stay blessed, enjoy this 2021. And until next time, peace. Yeah.